So I'm Jonathan Gagerson. I am a three-time cancer survivor. I've had 66 sessions of radiation. I'm on my 57th session of chemo, and I've had seven surgeries. And uh, the cancer I was diagnosed with was a very rare cancer called salivary duct carcinoma, uh, which was basically told that out of about 4 million people, about 10 to 15 people get this type of cancer each year. So I'm smiling with you today. Uh, I was originally diagnosed in 2019, uh, the May of 2019. And uh, my voice is a little bit changed, actually dramatically changed from the surgeries I have. And uh, the point of this podcast and to share with you is simply to give you my new perspective, which I'm calling Perspective C as the name of the channel. And this is a, a something that since 2019 and all the treatments and changes and everything and the suffering that myself, my family has been through really has changed my perspective on almost everything. And really for the better. And that's something that I want to share with you. So I want to say if, if, if you're finding that you're just kind of at a low point, uh, are you someone dealing with a long-term illness? Do you know someone dealing with a long-term illness? Or are you just kind of feeling stuck in a rut? Are you just having trouble appreciating uh, each day for what it is? Are you finding yourself feeling like, am I cursed? Uh, am I just one of those people that's just, it's never going to happen for me? Uh, am I am I one of those people that no matter what I do, it does it turns to dust rather than gold? And, and are you comparing yourself to others out there? And so I'm going to hit on a bunch of different topics over my podcast and and I will do my best to put out a podcast, ideally at least uh, one uh, to as many as three in a month. And we're going to deal with several topics here. And, uh, and I'm going to share with you my genuine stories of true events and how it has changed my perspective so I want to tell you really off the bat that I am 49 years old, soon to be 50, married. I have four amazing kids. My wife and I together, of course, have four amazing kids. I live in Parker, Colorado, and, uh, and that is uh, originally, though, from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and, uh, but moved out to Colorado when I was a teenager, and since then, uh, moved back to Florida, but then came back to Colorado after many years. But everything was going really good until May of 2019 when I got discovered uh, with cancer. And, and so I want to share just a little bit of that with you today. And that is that in May of 2019, how I personally discovered this is I had a lump in my neck, and I was on a business trip in Australia. 
And I had a great time in Australia. I was also in great shape at the time, worked out very hard. I'd lost a ton of weight, uh, feeling physically amazing. And in Australia, I did some adventurous activities while I was there because I like to have adventure. And uh, But I noticed a lump on my neck, and I told my wife about it, and we figured it was probably just some kind of weird thing going on. But nowhere in our mind did we think it would be cancer. I mean, it's just not possible. I mean, I eat organic. I'm very healthy. I'm working out, doing all those things that you would do. I, I'm not a smoker. I never smoked in my life. I am not a drinker, never a heavy drinker, I should say. Um, and so, you know, it, it was pretty good surprise when I came back to the States after that trip. I went to the doctor, and they asked me some simple questions. And then the doctor that I went to was the first one that said, hey, it could be cancer. And when you hear that the first time, of course, I think anybody, your jaw drops, your heart sinks, your stomach sours, and you can easily start to have all these thoughts, right, of, am I dying? Is this it? Am I about to be told I got 12 months to live, 3 months to live, 18 months to live? What, what are, what's happening here? And so that immediately started the journey into scans, tests, to then eventually they did discover it was cancer. And that then led to what do we do next? And, and how are we going to attack this? My wife and I discussed how are we going to treat this? Yet, thankfully, one of the decisions I had to make early on that I encourage everybody to make early on is that I am going to do whatever it is I need to do to give myself the best opportunity to live. And I wanted to put myself in a place where that could happen. And so one of the th big points I'll share with you right now is you have to put yourself in a position to win. And what I mean by that, that doesn't mean I have to go hang out with wealthy people or, or anything like that. What I mean is you have to take the time to slow down so you can speed up. You have to. You have to pause for a minute to say, where can I go? Who should I see? What do I need to learn so I can put myself in a position to win? Whenever you're facing any type of difficult difficult situation, you always want to put yourself in a position to win. Because if you face this difficult situation in the same context that you're in right now, it may not be the best place for you to win. So for me in this situation, uh, my wife and I discussed it, and we decided we met with some doctors here in Colorado who were very great. But I had known about MD Anderson in Texas and ranked number one, and that this was the place that people traveled to from all over the world 
if they're diagnosed with cancer, this is the place they want to be. And so I, I looked at my wife and I said, listen, if we're going to fight this, which we are, and we're going to go to this, and notice I'm saying we, because it wasn't just me, I need to put myself in the place, the best place where I know I can win. And for me, personally, that was getting to Texas and going to MD Anderson was part of that decision. And the reason is, is because when I discovered it was a rare cancer and that there really wasn't a whole lot of studies on it, not a whole lot of information on it, you know, not a whole lot of this. They, they really take the information um, that doctors do from what they know about other types of cancers and apply it to this, which is good thought process in theory, right? Um, but there was also a ton of unknowns. So I put myself in a position to win at MD Anderson. It didn't guarantee me a win, but I put myself in a position to win. And that meant uprooting, that meant figuring out the logistics, that meant figuring out the finances, that meant figuring out what we do with our children, that meant where are we gonna stay in Texas. It, it meant a lot of different things that we had to do. But it was important because we all have to put ourselves in a position to win. The other thing that I, I want to encourage you, if, if you're going through something or, or you're dealing with a long-term illness or know somebody, is you have to accept the fact that you are going through this and you are going to go through this, okay? It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. We want everything to be sprints but it's a marathon. And so what happens is, is that you have to be in a place mentally to say, I know I'm running a marathon, but there's a certain sense where I'm, what I say is called binding the diagnosis. And what I mean binding, I mean, think about binding. What do you do? You glue, binding is a way to say, bring, gluing something together or, or taking something and, and adhering it to something else and you're binding it. So in this case, picture it as though you're binding your diagnosis into a box that it just can't go anywhere else. It's bound, it's there, it's stuck. And you can't do anything, it can't go anywhere else, it can't do anything else. And so you gotta bind that. And, and the power in binding it doesn't mean you are oblivious to what you're dealing with, but it means that you're going, hey, I know I got to run this marathon, but I am binding the fact that this is happening to me, but I'm accepting that I know I have to run the marathon to win. And I have to put myself in a position to win. So two things that we did off the bat was we put ourselves in a position to win, decision made, and I personally bound the diagnosis but also accepted that I would be running a marathon. That doesn't mean everything became easy. That doesn't mean everything just worked out perfect. In fact, the day we left Denver, Colorado to go to Texas, we ran into one of the worst hailstorms ever 
right at the border of Colorado and New Mexico. And it was terrible. I mean, you couldn't see. People were pulled over to the side. The hail was coming down so hard it actually built up on the road and became an inch thick in some places. And and I just kept on telling my wife, who was like, maybe we need to pull over. I said, look, we're just going slow, and we're going to move inch by inch, and we're just going to keep moving. Because if we stay here, we're stuck in this. If we keep moving a little by little, it's got to give eventually. It's got to let go, and the hail's got to stop. But right away, many times when you want to put yourself in a position to win... Barriers are going to come up to want to stop you. And this was one of those barriers right away, this crazy hailstorm. Well, we, we ended up making it through this hailstorm. But then after the hailstorm, it just started raining like crazy. Thunder, lightning, wind, possible tornadoes, you name it. And it was like that for an entire seven hours of driving to our first stop, which was in Wichita Falls, Texas. We got to Wichita completely wiped out and exhausted and just completely just, just going, I can't believe we just went through that. It's still raining, still storming, still lightning. For the entire time on the road, the car was getting a little blown back and forth. It was just like everything was telling us, stop, don't go, turn around. Maybe this is the wrong decision. Maybe this isn't the place where I'm supposed to go. But I took it as a sign of this is reassurance that this is where I'm supposed to go because there's so many things trying to stop me. And the road was still opened. The only thing that was going to stop us at that time is if the road closed. And if the road closed, I would have said, okay, we have no choice at this point but to stop. But the road was always open. We got to our destination that first night, spent the night in Wichita Falls, Texas. Woke up the next morning and the weather was beautiful. It was sunny. The temperature was nice. And we drove the rest of the way to Houston, Texas to get my first round of appointments. Now, one thing I want to tell you is something my wife and I were hoping for is that when we got to Texas and we saw our doctor, that we were hoping, which would have been the first time at our doctor, we were going, please, let this be. We see the doctor on Monday and I have surgery in that same week, and or, or do whatever they need to do right away, that I don't have to wait weeks and months. But the likelihood of that is pretty unlikely. But we were speaking that into what we wanted. We get to Houston. On Monday, I see my surgeon. First time I met her, amazing surgeon I had. And after reviewing my case and going over everything with me, she looks at my wife and I and says, I've had a cancellation for Friday. How about you? We, I know you came in from out of town. Why don't we put you in for Friday for surgery? Just means you're going to have a bunch of appointments this week. You're going to end up being here for the week, end up having to stay a few more days after, 
but then I'll send you home to go heal up for four or five weeks. We said yes. And right then and there, my surgery was scheduled for Friday morning. I had a whirlwind of appointments that week, but I ended up getting my first surgery where they removed the tumor on that Friday. Spent one night in the hospital. Next day came home uh, to Houston home where we were staying. And, uh, and then I had to go back for a follow-up. And then after that, we made our way and trekked our way back to Colorado. My point is, is that as soon as you hear something like this, or if you're going through something like this, you got to put yourself in a position to win, wherever that may be. You got to bind that diagnosis. And then don't take things that seem to be wanting to stop you as signs that this isn't the right decision. I encourage you to take it as this is a sign that says this is the right decision. Because as long as the road is open and it, you can travel, that means that's where you're supposed to go. And then also speak what you want to have happen along the way. How do you want this to go? Find out your information. You need to be very in tune with what you want to do in your care. The emotions can be so high when you get diagnosed with something like cancer that you just immediately make the first decision to just do whatever you need to do and just go get it, get it out, do whatever. But again, I want to encourage you, slow down to speed up a little bit because it is so important for you to make sure you're, you're being clear-minded as best you can to make that great decision of putting yourself in a position to win. And so I wanted to share that with you today as this first podcast of Perspective C. And again, this is Jonathan Gagerson. I'm so excited that you're listening. I have so much to share with you to encourage you. I have so many uh, ideas that I just want to hopefully give you encouragement. And I want to tell you, take the day as a great day and just think about Perspective C.